You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. Welcome to today's episode of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. Do you like the convenience of mobile payments? Well, there's an app for that. Jack Beiser, CEO of Secure Me, returns to Critical Mass to talk about his latest patent for secure mobile payment apps. The show is brought to you by our advertisers, Center Club, Community Bank, Decision Toolbox, Executives Unlimited, MBN Design, SNH Rubber, Strategic Market Intelligence, SunUp Group, TN Company, Tone Software, Tone up the volume and UPS protection. The goal for this show is to help you, our listening audience of CEOs who are running middle market firms, to improve your decision making skills. If you'd like to connect with me on LinkedIn, I am Richard Rick Franzi. CEO Peer Groups is my Twitter handle. And on your favorite podcasting software, simply type Critical Mass Radio Show. And don't miss our YouTube channel, Richard Franzi. Jack, welcome back to the radio show. Glad to be back. It's good to have you back. Can you briefly give us an overview of your firm for any listeners that maybe didn't hear your previous interview, which was back in 2010? Give us an update on what oh you've been goodness. up to. I know, that huh? That was a long time ago. It was ago. a long time yes. ago. Yes. Well, uh, SecureMe is in the authentication or mobile payment space. So uh, what makes SecureMe is a little different and unique is that we eliminate user IDs and passwords. So no more passwords. And if you don't have a password, it can't be stolen. And on the on the payment side, we're like the Apple Pay, but for online payments. Okay. What does that mean? So that means that you can uh, basically hold your phone and pay well, online without having to enter anything, just like you do on the retail store. You're an inventor. You're 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 a, you're a software engineer. You're a designer. You're a visionary. What problem in the marketplace did you see that caused you to want to create Secure Me? If you take the top 100 e-commerce sites, I'm a big online shopper. And if you shop, one of the painful parts is the payment portion. Unless you're an Amazon or perhaps you're using PayPal, uh-huh. you have to enter the billing address, the shipping address, the credit card number, and sometimes they want you to create the membership. Right. It takes about five uh, pages to, to complete anywhere from 3 to 11 minutes. Okay. It's just a pay. Right. So we thought there was an easier way to do that, and that's why we came up with SecureMe. Is that shown in maybe in u- the user experience? Do people drop off of sites when they have this owner's responsibility for putting all this information in? I mean, is that is that a symptom as well of the problem? Oh yes, across all industries, sixty six percent of the shopping carts are abandoned. That's it. Sixty six. They get that far, right? And six. And so we're only making money on one third of the potential shoppers. So especially on the mobile side, as much as ninety seven percent of the people abandon shopping carts because on a tiny little browser, right. who's going to enter your credit card information and billing and shipping address? About and- and more and more of the online purchases are coming through the mobile device, right? Of course. Today, more than half the e-commerce traffic is from mobile devices. And then 97% of them drop out because they don't want to put all the extra information in. As much as 97%. As yes. much as 97%. Depends on the industry. Wow. Yes. That's, those are shocking statistics. Those are shocking numbers. We're talking with Jack Beitzer. He is CEO of Secure Me, and we're talking about his newest patent. So... Your company's been just awarded a second patent, right, Jack? Actually, it'll be awarded in one week, oh, to be precise. look at yes, that. Okay, yes. so your, your company's about to be awarded its second patent. Yes. Tell us about that big news. Can you break it here on the show? Uh, yeah, I guess. All right, the cat's I, already I, out of the I'm bag. Not, I'm, not, I'm not supposed to be talking about it. It's not issued, but, uh, but we're told it will be issued. Okay. 
So it's it's a it's an interesting patent that basically allows you to buy online on your browser, mobile browser, using a single touch, single key, or just entering a PIN, or without having to enter anything. So How does that happen? Well, basically, uh, let's say you go to xyz.com to buy your favorite item, add it to the shopping cart, you check out, there's a blue secure payment button. Okay. You click on it. Uh, you may uh, uh, authenticate or uh, uh, approve the payment with your fingerprint and just make a payment. That's it. So this is really leveraging some of the enabling technology in smartphones. Correct. Correct. We've taken the fingerprinting technology is very, very usable, especially on, uh, you know, iDevices. Okay. What about uh, a Galaxy? Uh, Galaxy, the S5 is good. I have S6 an S5. is even better. We actually work on uh, Android S5s and S6s. Okay. And uh, we actually, uh, our stuff works uh, even on Android phones that are six or seven years old. And you don't have a, a fingerprint device on those, but you can just enter a PIN. And that's how you do the purchase. The point is, how do we eliminate the payment friction? Right. People don't want to take the time to pay. Because, listen, you've already made the decision to buy. It's bad enough you have to wait for it to be shipped. Right. And you just don't want to be bothered with the whole extended payment process. Right. So just tap, enter PIN, or just fingerprint, you're done. And that's a highly secure way of making the purchase. Oh, that's much more secure than entering uh, your credit card. Because what happens is every phone has unique hardware. No two S5s are the same. No two iPhone 6s are the same. No okay. two iPhone 5s are the same. Uh, no two LG phones are the same. At so, some technical level you're at talking At some about. hardware level. Okay. Right? All right. So what we do, we, we take the, the unique hardware of your phone. Combine it with your information, so you plus your phone becomes your digital fingerprint. Hmm. And that's a very uh, uh, safe and unique thing because it's tamper-proof. You cannot muck hardware with your software. You can't change the hardware characteristics with your software. Right. So as a result of it, we happen to get 100% accuracy 100% of the time. So it is very accurate. And what we did is we layered online, sorry, mobile payments on top of this, you know, two-factor or three-factor authentication. Uh-huh. So those, these are not, not just your ordinary payments. These are not your ordinary mobile payments. These are authenticated mobile payments. So do, do you have to work with the online retailers to allow your technology to be used by them? Or, at a high level, how does that all work, Correct. Jack? There's a simple integration process. Uh, that uh, the online retailers uh, actually implemented on their shopping cart, okay, uh, just like they do with PayPal or, or Amazon or, or anybody else. And then just another button, you click on it, and you use your phone to pay. So that's the secure me way of paying. Correct. The secure secure way to pay. The secure way to pay. Yes. Okay. Get you got to get your marketing messages correct. Thank you for for cleaning me up. I'm speaking with Jack Beiser. He is CEO of Secure Me, and we're talking about his latest technology and innovations in the mobile secure mobile payment plan and apps. How do people get the app for their phone then? Oh, it's easy. You go to App Store or uh, Google Play and download it. Okay, simple as that. That's very easy, yeah. So what is it like? We're, we're going to have to take a commercial break here in about a minute. And maybe maybe we should take the – let's take the commercial break now because I want to ask you, what is it like for an entrepreneur to be in this space against names like Apple and PayPal? Can you hold – Sure. You, okay, ladies and gentlemen, 
Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in a few short minutes with our conversation with Jack Beiser after these words from our sponsors. Richard Franzi is the author of two popular business books for CEOs. His first book, Critical Mass, The Ten Explosive Powers of CEO Peer Groups, was the first book ever written on the secret value of CEO peer groups. His second book, now with newly updated information, is Critical Mass, The Power of CEO Guiding Principles. Richard's books contain powerful information to help CEOs running middle market companies gain valuable insight to improve their decision-making skills. Richard's books are available as paperbacks or Kindle versions from Amazon.com. To find them, type Richard Franzi in the search box. Today's businesses are embracing voice over IP telephones and unified communication desktop technologies to more effectively communicate and collaborate with their customers, suppliers, and colleagues. The Reliatel management software from Tone Software Corporation helps organizations of all sizes manage their communications technologies to ensure great voice quality and better levels of service and reliability throughout their business. Through Reliatel, you'll gain higher return on investments from VoIP and unified communications technologies while lowering the associated operational support and maintenance costs. Learn more. Visit www.tonesoft.com or call 800-833-8663 for information on Reliatel by Tone Software, the solution for quality business communications. Are you ready to tap into the power of social media to promote your business? It's easy to get social with Turn Up the Volume, the award-winning social media marketing professionals who know how to get results. Drive web traffic, boost sales, get social today. Visit www.turnupthevolume.com. That's turnupthevolume.com. Welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. All of our shows can be heard anytime on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker.com, several hundred former guest websites, and other business-oriented podcasting services. Each month, we have several thousand downloads of our various podcasts. If you do go into iTunes, I'd love you if you wrote a rating and a review, a positive one, or whatever you actually feel. We appreciate the effort to support Critical Mass Radio Show. As I said, Jack Beiser is CEO of Secure Me. He is our guest. When we were off mic just during the break, we were sort of talking about how his enabling technology is actually enabling some of the larger names in the space. But let's start by saying, what has it been like to get Secure Me accepted by online merchants to be able to partner and work with you? Well, it is a battle because whenever you have middleware where you need users to come and e-commerce sites to coordinate, that's always a battle. And we're fighting that battle every day, in and out. Right. And let's talk about how your Secure Me pay app is actually enabling other companies to use make online payments. Tell, can you tell our audience a yeah, little bit yes. that? Well, SecureMe is designed to eliminate the payment friction, just to make payment easier. We don't uh, we, we, we don't process the payments ourselves, so we don't really care who processes the payments. We'll work with anybody. Right, you're not taking that revenue stream from We're whoever does that. We're not taking that revenue stream. No, the money goes directly into uh, the merchants' accounts. We don't touch the money. We just enable the transaction to take place. Okay. So, so we will work uh, with different uh, payment gateway providers, and Apple Pay uh, is also like a payment gateway provider for us. 
Okay. So uh, although Apple Pay today is not available for online payments, there is no Apple Pay button on Apple.com. Hmm. So you can't pay on Apple.com with Apple Pay, unfortunately. <laughs> you can't buy an Apple product from <laughs> Apple correct. using their using payments. Apple Pay, right. <laughs> but if you use SecureMe, okay. SecureMe enables Apple Pay to be used for online payments. So as a matter of fact, you can buy, if Apple Pay coordinated with us, you can buy with Apple Pay on Apple.com or mm-hmm. any other website that, that coordinates with us. So this, I'm talking with Jack Beiser. He is CEO and founder of SecureMe. We're list, being listened to by CEOs of middle market companies. How might they use the SecureMe app to enable their e-commerce and their online payments, and et cetera? How, how, how might they use your tool? Well, yes. Well, first of all, we have to identify what the problem is. Okay. You know, they tell me I'm a well-liked character, but I don't think anybody's going to implement Secure Me because they like Jack Bicer. So <clears throat> there has to be a pain that you address. Okay. And the pain today is especially on the mobile-enabled e-commerce sites. Right. Okay. So if you're if you're selling things online, mm-hmm. don't expect to write an app and have. You know, tens of thousands of e-commerce sites, uh, their apps to be downloaded on users' computer. We buy on the browser. We'll continue buying on the browser on the mobile devices. Okay. The problem is you're looking at a tiny little screen. You cannot use the same processes, workflows, as you do on a large screen. And payment processing just happens to be one of them. Most payment processing, the workflows are 15 years old. We really haven't done anything to improve that today. And what we have, and, and the problem is especially acute on the e-commerce space, on the mobile e-commerce space. Let me let me give you just one stat to give you the number: thirty-one point two percent of online shopping today is coming from smartphones. Okay. Okay. Nine point one percent is actually buying. There's a twenty-two percent that's not buying, which they normally should. Okay. Okay. So for every person who buys on a mobile device. There are two and a half that are not buying. That shop but don't That's buy. That's right. And, and people are frustrated. They don't, some of them don't even uh, try to shop on their mobile devices. The consumers have told their story. They want to buy on their phones. Right. We as merchants have to provide better shopping experience. And that's what SecureMe is all about. One button, a fingerprint or no fingerprint, and you just buy. You don't enter anything. Right. Okay. Wow. That's interesting, Jack Beitzer, CEO of Secure Me. I'm going to move you in a little different direction right now because we only have about three minutes left here on the radio mm-hmm. show. And I wanted to ask you your guiding principle. You're, you're a serial entrepreneur. You've, you've started many companies, right? Uh, this is at least your second company that I know of, Jack. And I'm sure you've had others in your I've illustrious... Others before. Uh, yes. Others before. And uh, you'll have others in the future, too, knowing you, right? Well, this is what you do. Yes. What's your philosophy for as you build and grow these technologically-based companies? Uh, well, it's interesting. Uh, e- even serial entrepreneurs, passe today, we're parallel entrepreneurs. We okay. do multiple things at the same time. There you go. Uh, and I wouldn't wish that on anybody. <laughs> but it's fun. It really, really is fun. So my guiding principle is whatever it is that we're doing, I always ask the question, uh, is it a vitamin or is it a painkiller? I.e., does that really solve uh, a, a significant pain in the marketplace or is it nice to have? Painkillers are easy. They sell themselves. Vitamins are harder to sell. 
So the more experienced I get in, the, in entrepreneurship, the more I realize you really have to think of the sales process, how it's going to be sold, the, the impediments to sale, because you could create the most advanced mousetrap in the world if, if, if it can't be sold or if there are uh, barriers for sale, right. you're just not going to be successful. So is that an original question? Because I've not heard that before and I'd like to steal it, but I'll definitely give you credit. Is it vitamin or a painkiller? Did that come from the brain of Jack Bitzer? Uh, no, I think I've heard versions of that before. Okay. That's, uh, still that's gonna, how I refer to I'm it. I'm still going to credit you for it, that's though, because fine. I think Thank that's you. great with a new product idea, right? Because right. how do you go to market is different. They both could be equally successful, but one just seems to have a more natural flow that's to right. it. Right. That's right. And on a painkiller, the market pulls the product from you. On a, on a vitamin, uh, it doesn't. Right. Now, the only uh, the, the, the main differential is when you're coming up with something that's substantially different that the market doesn't understand, when you're like years uh, away uh, uh, from the understanding from that need. Right. Like Ford came with a car, and people were used to uh, uh, horses and buggies. Right. So, well, that that's a little hard to kind of push in. So. Right. But you still have to think about how you're going to sell it. And that can happen in technology a lot, too, where you bring yes. the product and the solution to the market before there's enough realization that they even have a need for it, huh? Uh, it can, but yeah. you do need some strong partners right. to pull that off. Smart right. startups are usually not strong enough to do that. So final question. Well, actually, I have two. But before the last question, what's the future hold for Jack Bicer and Secure Me? What's on the horizon, Jack? Well, uh, we will continue pushing this. Uh, we're actually uh, working with uh, some uh, partners on the strategic arena where uh, they do have a large number of users. And uh, so by enabling our technology on their apps, we bring a lot more users to the market, mm-hmm. and therefore it's easier to sell on the e-commerce side. Uh, so there's a definite ROI. That's correct. Sounds like it's very compelling. It's two-and-a-half-to-one kind of conversion. I mean, you right. could... Okay. That's correct. All right. And our, our security business is also growing because, listen, if you can eliminate uh, passwords, 76% of data breaches are because of compromised login information. Hmm. We can eliminate that very easily. Wouldn't you feel better if you didn't have to remember all your passwords? Do you remember all your passwords? Exactly. Right. Yeah. Where do you have them written down or right. saved on your computer for That's somebody good. to find? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. And final question. How does someone learn more about what you're doing, Jack? Where should they go? Oh, the best place is our website, uh, S-E-K-U-R.me. Uh, or they can send us an email at uh, info at secure.me or call us at uh, 714-453-9000. Jack Beitzer, as always, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. We can't wait five years to have you back on the show next time, okay? <laughs> Thank you. All pleasure right. to be here. My, my pleasure, your friend. Thank you for being a part of the community and an ongoing friend of Critical Mass Radio Show. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take our next commercial break. And David Meltzer, CEO and President of Sports One Marketing, will be here. I'm going to be talking to him about his latest book, Connected to Goodness. We'll be right back after these words from our commercial sponsors. <laughs> Imagine what it would feel like to lose everything. Your job, your home, your family, your dignity. This has happened to thousands of the men, women, veterans, and young adults we serve at Working Wardrobes. What do we do to help? We provide career development services, life skills workshops, job skills training. We provide the perfect interview outfit, and we get clients placed in jobs. Call Working Wardrobes, 714-210-2460. Donate, volunteer, invest, hire. 
Award-winning photographer David Moyle has more than 16 years of experience creating unique and riveting photography for his clients. Whether your business is an international corporation or a small business, David Moyle's photography can make you stand out. Visit www.davidmoyle.com or call 714-272-2284. Are you ready to tap into the power of social media to promote your business? It's easy to get social with Turn Up the Volume, the award-winning social media marketing professionals who know how to get results. Drive web traffic, boost sales, get social today. Visit www.turnupthevolume.com. That's turnupthevolume.com. Successfully navigating the changing world of public relations and digital marketing requires an experienced, tenacious, yet gracious team. In business for more than 20 years, Orange County-based T&N Company delivers big agency results with personalized service. For more information, call us at 714-536-8407 or visit us online at tnco.me. If you are an Orange County business executive, this message is for you. Do you ever feel isolated with no place to turn for advice or feedback? Who holds you accountable to your commitment in your company? Where do you find the right resources to help you and your company grow? If you have these questions, then Critical Mass for Business might be the answer for you. Critical Mass for Business is committed to helping you make better decisions. These are groups of peers running businesses just like you, providing a great sound board to test ideas and concepts, review plan and goals, and present issues and opportunities for discussion. The result is improved strategy, accountability, people, and execution skills. If you are interested in learning more, go to www.criticalmassforbusiness.com and learn more about our executive peer group. And welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. As promised, David Meltzer is here. He's CEO and president of Sports One Marketing, and he's also author of Connected to Goodness. I've invited him here to talk about his book, Connected to Goodness, and the seven major principles to business and personal success. David, welcome to the studio. Oh, what a privilege to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I'm excited to have you here. Um, so let's start very simply with the book. Tell me a little bit about, well, actually, no, let's talk about you. Tell me a little bit about your path to Sports One Marketing. Let's do that first. You know, it was an interesting journey because I went to law school and thought I'd be a sports agent, but ended up in technology. Uh, became a millionaire in my 20s, multi-millionaire in my 30s, retired. And that's really where my journey began because I had found that I was surrounding myself with the wrong people and the wrong ideas. And I went to India and learned a whole other way of doing business and a way of thinking and realized that I could manifest anything that I wanted which was to be a sports agent, not a technology guru. And so I met Lee Steinberg, and within 48 hours, I ran the largest sports agency in the world, where I met Warren Moon. And five years ago, we uh, spun off our company, Sports One Marketing, here in Orange County. Very nice. You obviously have had practice giving us that overview, and I love it. Let's keep moving then. What does Sports One Marketing do? You know, we do not represent athletes and celebrities. What we do is we bring over $2 billion in relationship capital to our projects. And our projects surround themselves with the biggest sporting events in America. 
Super Bowl, Pro Bowl, Masters, Kentucky Derby. And we utilize this philosophy of bringing people and ideas to the right projects, elevating the stature and awareness to make a lot of money, help a lot of people, and have a lot of fun. Fine. So everything we do surrounds itself with some sort of charitable give back or community involvement. Why did you get attracted to this area in the sports arena? What is it about this business model that kind of gets you going? You know, it was situational knowledge of running the big sports agency, which almost every young lawyer dreams about being a sports agent. They want to be Jerry Maguire. And I was blessed with the opportunity to experience that. Right. And like other things, literally, <laughs> literally uh, people used to call me Jerry, uh, which I would laugh, but, uh, Literally, it's not what it appears to be. And so what I did is I analyzed, utilizing my principles that got me back on the right track, what the business was and how and what my objectives were. And we built Warren and I together, a business that is directly related to this objective of making a lot of money helping a lot of people and having a lot of fun. And sports agentry really isn't that business, but our business is. Great. We're talking with David Meltzer. He is the CEO and president of Sports One Marketing, but also he is the author of Connected to Goodness. So I get, I get a chance to read a number of books throughout the year, both personally, professionally, authors that come on the show. I had the good fortune to read your book during a flight. Uh, it was a personal journey. Uh, my mother passed away, and so on Sorry. the flight back, um, she's in a better place now. Yeah. Right, and um, but thank you for that. Uh, so on the flight out to Pittsburgh, I had a chance to read your book, and um, uh, it was all that you had built it to be when I heard you speak at the ENP event, and that's where I ran into you guys, and I said I need to have you on the show. So we're, we're going to talk about a number of the concepts, but let's start with the title, "Connected to Goodness." What does that mean? You know, it's a ubiquitous name that. I felt would apply and attract the majority of the people on earth, regardless of their philosophy or religion, everyone believes in being good. And obviously if I took a O out of there, many people understand that we connect to God, source, Buddha, Jesus, Muhammad, Joseph Smith, whatever you believe in. But I felt that connecting to goodness was a way to attract everyone, regardless of what your religious beliefs or philosophies are. And your philosophy is that the universe is abundant. Yes. Tell us tell us about that. Sure. I believe that we don't need anything, that if uh, we, we needed anything, we wouldn't be here, that all we have are these wants and desires, and that we are the only person in our own way, and that the universe has everything that we desire. It's just a matter of how quickly and accurately we can access it, almost like Google. You know, here <laughs> you put in your search, your imagination, and it comes down or downloads to you, and that's the way I believe the universe works, that there's enough of everything for everyone. But if you don't believe that, you don't receive that. Correct. Uh, or all the time. Okay. Right? Because there is subconscious and unconscious beliefs that will still manifest what you desire at times. What I do is try to create a more open, fluent attitude that allows you the majority of the time to manifest what you want or desire as rapidly or accurately that you, that you, that you want it when you want it. So one of the concepts that you talk about in the book is living above the line versus below the line. Can, can you spend a couple minutes and sort of differentiate? What do you mean by that? Absolutely. It's one of the two things that I teach it at my business for young executives and interns is if you want to distinguish yourself above the line is accountability below the line is blame, shame, and justification. And I believe that no matter what happens in your life, you liberate yourself by being accountable and asking yourself, what did I do to attract this to myself? As opposed to? 
blaming other people in shame or justifying why it happened. And this only puts ourselves farther in our own way and detracts ourselves from manifesting what we accurately want. When we liberate ourselves by being accountable and empowering ourselves that everything in my life is mine, it is liberating and, and unbelievably powerful and empowering. Is it fair to think of it that you're being rewarded by the universe for being accountable for your own results? That's one way to look at it. I try not to put too many conditions on it. I take it a little bit farther. If I'm sitting at a stop sign and someone runs into the back of me while they're texting or some other thing that could happen... I know it's very difficult, but I challenge myself when something like that occurs in my life to ask myself, what did I do for this to happen and why did it happen in that very moment, in that very moment and get excited to know that drastic things like this only happen when good things are coming. And I, and I, I, I've been able to create this perspective by living some really challenging times (laughs) and know of what you speak. Yeah. And talking to other people who are very successful and empowered people that will always start like the Disney's of the world and the Carl Fisher's and the Steve jobs, all of these great men, Steve Wynn. Yeah. That, that have told me, well, it always wasn't like this. If I didn't go through all of this crap, this never would be mine. And right. so sometimes if we make it through these difficult experiences, it liberates us to understand, wow, these are good things that are coming. And I just need to further understand or be enlightened to see why I needed this or attracted this into my life. And it's just one of the successive events, not a success or failure, but a successive event right. that has occurred. So, uh, are you saying you sort of have to get through those challenges to get to the other side? I do. I, I believe it's our journey to, and I believe in vibration is you know from the book so i think that one of the most powerful things is to vibrate faster and faster so the more we're challenged like anything else we build up and speed up our vibration if we just sat at home all day in that comfort zone our vibration would slow down here when we create challenges or obstacles and voids and shortages for ourselves it actually conditions ourselves to vibrate faster and be able to manifest things more accurately and, and rapidly Okay, we're talking with David Meltzer. Uh, We're talking about his book, Connected to Goodness. We're only scratching the surface on this book, and we're going to get more into it after our next commercial break. So I'd suggest we take our commercial break now. And ladies and gentlemen, don't go anywhere, because I I want him to explain the seven principles that are in the book. This is a very approachable book. It's very readable. It's content-rich, but yet very approachable for a person who has the right frame of mind to read it. And I, and I want to thank you for taking the time to write this book, David. Thank you. Okay, we're going to take a commercial break, and we'll be right back to dig into the book a little deeper after these words from our sponsors. When it comes to pioneers in their respective industries, we all know the Apples, Starbucks, and Trader Joe's of the world. In the realm of recruiting, Decision Toolbox is the industry's best-kept secret. With 90% of their business from referrals and repeat customers, for over 20 years, Decision Toolbox's U.S.-based team of recruiters, sourcers, professional writers, quality personnel, and tech support has perfected a Six Sigma approach to talent management. No matter the size of the project, Decision Toolbox delivers incredible results. A cost per hire less than half of what contingency firms charge. With the winning candidate presented in an average of 14 days. All with a 12-month candidate warranty. With results like that, Decision Toolbox won't be a secret for long. 
Visit us at www.dtoolbox.com for more information. Richard Franzi is a highly sought-after keynote speaker on topics of interest to CEOs of middle firms across North America. Richard's talks include Killing Cats Leads to Rats, a fascinating look at how unintended consequences of CEOs' decisions impact their firm's performance. Your Gray Matter Matters, which explores how a CEO's mindset can differentiate a middle market firm and define its culture. Richard delivers talks to a variety of audiences, ranging from executive team retreats to keynotes in front of hundreds of CEOs. To learn more about his talks, visit criticalmassforbusiness.com and select the contact page or call 949-887-4104. SNH Rubber is a manufacturing company in Fullerton, California. We specialize in custom molded, extruded, and stamped rubber parts. If your next job requires a rubber part, we would appreciate the opportunity to quote on it. We serve aerospace, automotive, and many other industries. We work with many types of rubber, including silicone, EPDM, neoprene, uninitrile, and viton. Our quality system is ISO and AS9100 approved. Over our 47 years in business, the SNH brand has become known for superior quality, quick turnaround, and competitive pricing. Please check out our website at www.shrubber.com or call 714-525-0277. Let SNH be your ceiling solution. Welcome back to Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. David Meltzer is our guest. He's the CEO of Sports One Marketing. But today we're talking, in addition, we're talking about his first book, Connected to Goodness, Manifest Everything You Desire in Business and in Life. Why did you write such a revealing book? Because th- you really bear yourself. I mean, you're you're very honest about yourself in this book, David. <laughs> it was one of the first times uh, I did that publicly. So it was one of my journeys as I lost millions of dollars uh, in my retirement uh, and surrounded myself with the wrong people and wrong ideas. My white wife, who's very spiritual, gave me an awakening and a challenge and said, look, if you don't change, I'm leaving you. <laughs> and she'd been around your life for a long time. Since the fourth grade. Right. So this isn't, I mean, she oh. knew you and she, she's put up with you up to the, exactly. sounds like she put up with you to a certain point. Exactly. And I got to that point where she said, you know, I encourage you to go back because I always had been the Midas, right? Meltzer was the Midas touch. Everything I did touched, turned to gold and, and, and here everything wasn't turning to gold anymore. And she said, why don't you go back and codify how you did this? Because you're not doing the same things as when I met you, when we got engaged, when we got married. You're a different person. The people you don't, you're not, you're not there. And so that night, I stayed up all night thinking, and I decided, you know what? She's right. I don't want to lose the most important thing to me. I had three daughters and my wife, and so I went and codified these principles that I live by. And I started equating was I doing the same things and living by them now as I was before. And I realized I wasn't. And so I made Why do you think that was? Because I had lost the two things my mom taught me. And I have these five siblings, all Ivy League superstars, and just blessed with empowerment. And the two things that I lost that she taught me was, number one, gratitude, and number two, empathy. Gratitude is very forward. It's thankfulness. But the empathy was difficult. Empathy, my mom taught me, was forgiveness. 
Mm-hmm. Different than sympathy, I can't feel bad enough to make you feel good. Yeah, you say that, but yeah, that makes but, that so powerful of a concept, right? Yeah, it is right. And right. so empathy, and so I lost those two things, and I started becoming an arriver and losing all the things, kind of like Justin Bieber or all these guys that I represented, right? these great athletes <laughs> right. that made all this money. Right. I, I thought you became a product of your environment a little bit. I, I absolutely did, and and I surrounded myself with the wrong people and the wrong ideas, and. Slowly but surely, the cumulative effect of my habits and these principles created a manifestation of shortages, voids, obstacles, and other challenges for me to understand what was truly important and the power that I had been given to manifest whatever. I vibrate so fast, and I've always been so positive that when this enlightenment occurred, the the world is my oyster. Anything I desire comes to me, and it's so powerful and makes me so happy. It's a source of energy, it sounds like. Absolutely. Happiness and energy. And And the book came because after it worked for me, I felt my personal mission in life is to empower others to empower others to be happy. Wow. So if I could, t- I could tell a hundred people how to do this, but if I can teach a hundred people to teach another hundred people, right. we can create a collective belief of happiness. Right. Oh. We're talking with David Meltzer. We're talking about his book, Connected to Goodness. And um, so we, you mentioned your, you codified your principles. So, so can you touch on, we don't have time to get into yeah. all seven, but give us a sense for the concepts behind the principles. Simple, simplest way to look at it is if you consciously think of something, it's a possibility. There's three imagination principles. Hold on. If you consciously think of something, it's a possibility. The minute you consciously think of it, yes. And, and is it fair to say if you're consciously thinking about it, you might begin to manifest it even if it's something you don't desire? Yes. Okay. Including subconscious and unconscious. But conscious, we can think about. Then we use these principles, foundation, guidepost, and manifestation, to imagine what we want. And what that does is connect us, connects us to goodness or God or Jesus, whatever you believe in, and we become inspired. The minute we become inspired about our idea... It now becomes a probability. Okay. And this is where woo-woo people fall down. Because I was never a woo-woo spiritual guy. Right. Is that they think they can sit on their couch and manifest a Ferrari. Right. Right. It's sitting there and pretending. If I'm just pure enough. Exactly. And you got to vibrate real real fast for that to happen. And it's probably not going to happen <laughs> here on earth. But where I come in is this unique pragmatic approach to take that inspiration probability, teach you discipline strategy and understand action to get to your destiny which is your perspective or your reality so the book takes you through a very pragmatic approach on how to dream and get what you dream and and take action to get those dreams to come true possibility to probability to perspective or your reality right so the key is you've got to take your action you've got to take the action or if you were like me that only took action like a bull in a china shop, right. you have to sit back and meditate and right. think before you take action. And so now you meditate. Absolutely. Okay. So talk to me about the benefit of meditating to you and what you think others can gain from meditation. Uh, meditation provides clarity, balance, and focus uh, for me. It provides the ability to step outside of myself and see things the way that I want to see them, to see within and without everything that I desire and think about them in a process to make meditation even more powerful, to manifest. And then as you practice, it's just like golf. I tell people, if I asked you to shoot par tomorrow in golf and gave you a set of clubs, that's That's not not going to do it. But people, for some reason, think that this manifestation or meditation works much faster than golf. It doesn't. It took me (laughs) nine years. (laughs) 
It's hard work. Yeah, and if I practice golf as much as I meditate, I think I'd be really, really good at golf. Okay. And and I played golf, and I play in the 80s, but I guarantee you I'd be shooting close to par if I Isn't meditated. meditating uh, training your mind? Yeah, it's inner size. Just like we exercise, it's inner size. And when we learn the power of our m- imagination and our thoughts and our mind... Everything becomes more clear. We become enlightened. And the power of manifestation becomes a confident ability of ours, not an accidental ability. Wow. It's not luck. No. Wow. We're talking to David Meltzer. We're talking about his book, Connected to Goodness. So um, let's think about that for a second. From reading your book, I get the distinct realization and I had the sense before that, but it really, you, you helped me to put it into, into my mind's eye better, that we really are underutilizing this thing we got called a brain. Absolutely. It's unbelievable how much power. I, I use this as an example. If I used to think in a linear sense, if I could move the speed of light, time and space wouldn't exist. That's really powerful. Right. What if I turned it around and said, if I vibrate at the speed of light, time and space won't exist. And so I, I laugh or I joke, but I tell you, if you meditate and learn how to vibrate that fast, if it took you a hundred million years or a hundred million lifetimes, it's worth it because once you vibrate that fast, time doesn't exist. So you get all your past, present, and future are one. You get all your time back. So when you say vibrate, tell, help the audience to understand what you're what your concept is there. Yeah, and thank you for asking. Uh, I believe that everything vibrates. The earth, the minerals vibrate the slowest, then plants the next, human and animals the next, then sound, then light, and then thought. And so we can only be aware of that which vibrates equal to or less than you. So the faster we vibrate, ourselves and our thoughts, the faster they vibrate, the more we can be aware of. And I believe, like you just mentioned, that we're not aware of 90% of the things that exist. Right. And so I focus on vibrating as fast as I can every day. Is vibrate your vibration level a function of meditation? I, for me, it is. I learned theta meditation, which you can Google. Okay. And it's the ability to increase the vibration of your cells 10 to 50 times during, during meditation. You actually heat up. And that was my entry point into understanding the power of vibration. Now, that's your physical cells. Your thoughts, the more enlightened you are when you're an Einstein, your thoughts are vibrating so much further than everyone else. That's why it took 10 years for people to, to physicists to understand to the catch theory. Up to them. Yeah, to the theory of relativity because he vibrated so quickly right they couldn't figure it out no and then when they did they were embarrassed (laughs) right well this is david Meltzer. we're talking about just some of the stuff that's in his book connected to goodness and so uh, who should buy your book besides everybody who who would you suggest would get the most benefit from reading your book david anyone that's like i was that feels they're ready for a change Right. They're, they're open to change and ready for a change. That's the best person to read the book because as I find, and I have thousands of emails and, and you know, you posts do. and all that, it's the people that it was the right time for me. You know, I bought the book. I saw it, and it's just the right time. It's my transformation. This is a great way to combine pragmatist with faith and to understand how we can change for the better and be happy. I think you, you touch on some unit. I choose to believe you touch on some universal truths. Thank you. And that um, it really it takes some of the clouds away from the way people are being uh, coached and taught in business, life, and religion right now, not just in the U.S. 
And I think that stems from my unique background that, you know, I played sports in college. I represented some of the greatest athletes and still do on the marketing side. And I also have a great academic background. So I have this intellect and ability to process very complex things. But the neat thing is through the variety of exposure that I've had with geniuses and football players that I've been able to take very complex ideas and communicate them at a mass appeal level with funny stories, self-deprecating humor, sports stories, analogies, so that everyday person, whether you went to Harvard Law School or not, Mm -hmm. says, wait a second, that clears it. This is a very simple, easy way to approach my life and to get what I want. And this book isn't just required for somebody who's feeling empty if they're not feeling fully fulfilled. Do you know what I mean? This isn't a book that you need to read when you're low. This is a book that you can read when you're high. Because I think, David, that sometimes success attracts negative energy to you. It sounds like in your life that might have been what happened, right? Yes. There are people that get attracted to another person's success, and they're not there for your best interests. Absolutely. And those are the types of things that we start attracting to ourselves when, you know, for example, my Ferrari example, I thought that would attract prestige, honor and superiority. And all it did was create this separateness and the ability for people to abuse, manipulate and, and, and be jealous of me and attract the wrong energies and the wrong people where I wanted to attract people to like me for who I am and be impressed because I had worked so hard. And to, happy for you yeah, that you could afford happened. it, right? Correct. Well, because I remember you said, uh, I think a point where you started this journey was when you were in the ideal house that you, the big house, mansion that you had built with your wife. And for the first time, I think you felt empty. First time. I knew it that day and I'd never recovered until I had to go through that long journey and challenges of losing everything and then making it back. Wow. All right. Well, the time has flown. Yes. Uh, how does someone get this book? Amazon or uh, on Amazon. It's a top 10 bestseller now on Amazon. Congratulations. And in Barnes and Nobles. Uh, also, we have a website connected to goodness.com where we have uh, my training and book available. But Amazon, to be honest, is the easiest and fastest way to get it. The, the, the concept that the universe is abundant. And if you can figure out how to stay connected to goodness on a pure and steady, consistent way and get out of your own way and live above the line you can have what you truly work hard for and desire. Absolutely. And be grateful and empathetic. Grateful and empathetic. Yeah, because you, you, when I saw you speak, you said, say thank you at night and in the morning, right? Yeah, 30-day gratitude challenge. Make it your habit by doing that for 30 straight days, and your life will change for the better, guaranteed. And if I miss a day? Got to start over because it has to be a conscious to- habit. At night before you go to bed. And when you wake up. In first the thing in the morning. And all you say is? Thank you. Or think it. You don't even have to okay, say it out loud. Just feel it, right? Yeah. Just genuinely be thankful. Exactly. Well, thank you for being a friend of the program and part of our community, David Meltzer. I really enjoyed this time together. Oh, me too. I'd love to come back anytime. So thank you very much. I'll take you up on that. Absolutely. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're a little bit over the clock. Hopefully you don't mind. This was a great interview. I was excited to have David in the show, and I think you can see why. I'd like to thank our advertisers, Center Club. Community Bank, Decision Toolbox, Executives Unlimited, MBN Design, SNH Rubber, Strategic Market Intelligence, SunUp Group, TN Company, Tone Software, Turn Up the Volume, and UPS Protection. Until the next time we have a chance to speak, here's uh, me as the host, Rick Franzi, saying I hope that all of your business decisions move your company in a positive direction. You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show. Focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi. 